Welcome back to Season 2 of Radio Her, a weekly career podcast presented by the Women in Business Association at the University of Toronto Scarborough. Hello, my name is Frenny and I'm a fourth-year student majoring in health studies and double minoring in psychology and economics at UTSC. I am the co-president of the Women in Business Association and a co-host of our podcast. Hi. My name is Maisha Zahir, and I'm a second-year student in the Co-op Management and Finance Program at the University of Toronto, Scarborough. I'm also the Director of Events for the Women in Business Association and the co-host for this episode. Joining us today is Samina. Samina is currently pursuing an Honours Bachelor of Arts degree focused in Digital Enterprise Management from the University of Toronto, Mississauga campus. Samina recently completed a social media, PR, and communications internship at ClearGo. Additionally, she's also heavily involved on campus as an advisory board member at the IMI Business Association, IBA, and an outreach and communications student ambassador at the admissions office. Samina is seen as a strong leader with experience in content creation, managing teams, and achieving growth. Samina, thank you so much for being with us today, and we're honored to have you as a guest at Season 2 of Radio Her. Thank you so much for your warm introduction, Franny and Maisha. It's such a pleasure to be a part of this inspiring project by Wuba. Thank you, Samina. Before we dive into this episode, we wanted to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself as well. What is one word you would use to describe yourself and why? I'm a fourth-year student at UFT Mississauga studying digital enterprise management. And uh, to answer your question, one word to describe myself would be curious because I feel like curiosity is what sparks an interest for me in different things. I always want to try something new, learn new things, get to know new people, and expand my outlook. I feel like it has been the main driving force behind my motivation as well as the skills I've built and the experiences I've had over the years. Uh, And it's always uh, makes me excited about what is yet to come. Thank you. So let's dive into the questions that we have for you today. The first part of questions are focused around your university experience. The first question I wanted to ask you is what made you decide you wanted to pursue digital entrepreneurs management? Was it a result of taking specific courses, interacting with professors, or did you always know? Great question. So when I was browsing through university programs in my high school, I was between choosing like information technology or business as a program of study, but I couldn't really find something that involves both. So coming across the digital enterprise management program uh, at UFT Mississauga was exciting as I get to learn uh, about both worlds of business and IT combined. And so far, I've been loving the courses and the program itself. So I know um, this year our department launches a new major called Technology Coding and Society, which I wish existed at my first year, um, but I feel like DEM has provided me with all necessary skills for building my career. Thank you. We know that you've been significantly involved on campus throughout your period of study so far. We know you are an advisory board member and a former vice president of marketing at the IMI Business Association at UTM and an outreach and communication student ambassador at the university's admissions office. You know, many students question whether extracurricular experience is relevant at all. So what do you have to say about that? 
I think it really depends on your profession. Very technical jobs mostly require certifications and prove that you know how to operate the systems or run audits. But in management roles, extracurriculars and the skills you built during your role make a difference. Uh, having been on both sides of the hiring process as an applicant and as a recruiter, I can assure that um, extracurriculars are definitely your competitive advantage over the candidates that have the same qualifications as you, especially coming out of university as a fresh graduate. I definitely agree. Getting involved on campus and working with student groups and clubs, you're able to gain valuable experiences and develop skills which help you stand out when seeking for jobs. And what do you think is the key to balancing extracurriculars alongside studies based on your experiences? I think knowing your limits and strong time management skills are key to balancing your extracurriculars and academics. Uh, as a person who wants to try everything, I used to ignore my limits and thinking that I can pull everything through, which I did, but my health took a great toll on that uh, in my first and second year. Uh, I had a fear of missing out, so I used to overload my plate with too many things at once. And of course, I have suffered the consequences of it in the forms of like burnout, pulling out too many all-nighters, getting sick too often because of weak immune system. So I have often stayed uh, on campus overnight and took short naps in between my work and studies, uh, which was a fun experience. <laughs> I have definitely learned from that. Um, and now I always prioritize my physical and mental health over my commitments. Managing academics, part-time job, and extracurriculars can be stressful. So it's always important to take out time for yourself to avoid that burnout. And, you know, as you've been involved in campus and managing different teams, how crucial is it to have a team when aiming for success? What kind of leadership strategy has worked to keep your work environment productive? For success at work or like running projects, uh, I think having a team will absolutely be crucial. Uh, I used to think that it's better if I do everything myself, but with experience, I've learned that uh, the output is better uh, and the process is much more fun and enjoyable when the work is delegated uh, and there's more team members to it. So delegating tasks and allowing people to focus on what they're good at will definitely boost uh, the productivity and the outputs of the team. I think uh, what has worked in my experience of running like large teams uh, to communicate the goals, encourage recognition and celebrate small milestones, um, have trans uh, transparent uh, transparency in communication, uh, and be compassionate as people have personal lives beyond work. And uh, last but not least is to offer opportunities for further development or education. Uh, and this approach has helped me in keeping my team productive. So this is the direction of strategic leadership I have taken on during my time as a leader. Thank you so much. I definitely agree with you in the terms of, you know, it's important to know what your team's strengths and weaknesses are and accordingly, you know, assign and delegate tasks. And specifically, if you've been assigned a leadership role, I think it's one of your responsibilities to think about how you can accelerate other people around you by providing them different opportunities to go, grow both personally and professionally. So thank you 100%. so much. 100%. I'll be asking you questions about the job hunting process, which is so crucial to a lot of our audience who are already looking for work. We know that you were recently the social media PR and communications intern at ClearCo. Many students on our campus do the same or are part of the co-op program. What advice and tips do you have on making the job search successful? 
I think to make your job search successful and secure a job,、uh, whether it's full time, part time, internship, or co op, I think、uh, make sure to、uh, make connections with people working in the company and even better, the department that you want to go into.、Uh, today, it's so much easier to do with LinkedIn.、Uh, and as I mentioned, I have recruited people for different roles before. I have recruited Campus Scouts for Clearco, Marketing and Events Assistant at UTM Career Center, as well as recruited my whole team at EMEA Business Association. So I have looked over so many applications, resumes, and co op. Cover letters,、uh, and now I understand why people say it takes six seconds on average for a recruiter to look over your resume and decide whether or not they want to proceed with your application.、Uh, it is because most applications are almost the same,、uh, so we need to see something unique and relevant about you that makes you stand out from the crowd. And in my experience, what has stood out for me besides impressive resumes is when the applicants follow up with me and ask questions in the most respectful way. So they often ask about uh, the um, The company, my experience within my role, our company culture, and、uh, in between, they highlight、um, why they want to become a part of the organization and why they should be a perfect fit for the role that they apply to. The job market is a market, and meaning that you have to sell yourself to the recruiter in the smoothest way possible. So, networking is key, and the recruiters want to see you take that extra step、uh, to show that you really want to become a part of the company. That was some really valuable advice that I myself will also be using when I'll be seeking for jobs. Moving on to our second question, we know that the job search process can be physically, mentally, and emotionally draining. What are some ways in which you manage the stress?、Uh, that's a really great question because we all know that the job search can be definitely intimidating and sometimes discouraging. But I'd say remember that、uh, the job hunting、uh, is never personal. It is easy to assume that if you're rejected, it is because you are just not good enough,、uh, and it is not the case. Um, there are so many factors that could have impacted the reason why you have not been selected, such as competition size, company budget, weak resume, or personal statement.、Uh, so your resume has to be optimized to the position you are applying to as much as possible. That is why I actually create a new copy for every single position I apply to.、Uh, I read over the responsibilities and tailor my experiences to those responsibilities and provide evidence of progress in numbers. That usually sells. So again,、um, my approach is like don't take the recruited. Uh, decisions personally. Don't stress、uh, over one single rejection. Keep going and keep looking out for opportunities. And、uh, the key is like to make sure to seek advice from career advisors. They are often、uh, really underrated. And、uh, as I know that from UFT, the career advising is provided by our career centers. And this is a re- resource that usually is not、uh, often utilized. So I really encourage to、uh, seek out for the professional advice. They really help. Uh, moving on to the last question of this section, most communications and marketing roles require students to submit portfolios. What are some key features of a strong marketing portfolio? Definitely. So the first is to make sure that to include your personal statement. So the shorter and more precise it is, the better.、Um, the second is、uh, the portfolios are samples of your creative work. So make sure. To make it stand out、uh, in whatever way you can, I personally have an interactive website for my portfolio with a welcoming video. Here's an idea for you.、Um, and third is to categorize your work based on its type. So, for example, my portfolio has、uh, the following categories: graphic design, web design, social media campaigns, written work, or in other words, copywriting,、uh, photography, video projects, and podcasts. So, it's more inspiration. <laughs> We've actually seen some of your work, and it's so inspiring and so well put together.、I'm、sure, a lot of our audience can use that advice. Moving on to 
the third part of our questions are questions focusing on your internship at ClearCope. The first question, can you share with us the story of how you secured your internship at ClearCope? Definitely. So I have been reached out by my friend from high school who was an intern at the company at the time when they were looking for roles. Uh, she was a recruitment cop. So um, they were looking for a social media cop. She reached out to me. She said, like, I think you'd be a perfect fit for this role. And if you try to apply for it. And I did some research on the company. I realized that it's actually run by Michelle Romano. And um, I learned more about the fintech space. I've, I already had some interest in the fintech space because um, I participated like in a, a fin comp or like it's a case competition uh, based uh, with like lending loop. So that has sparked the interest in me within that space and the venture capital and everything. So, um, so she reached out to me. Uh, I decided to apply. There were like three stages of application. So first I had to submit a YouTube video uh, of me introducing myself in one minute and telling them about why I want to become a part of uh, the company and uh, why I want this role. Um, the second stage was a phone-based interview. So I had received a call um, f f through the phone and by the recruiter. And I have answered made some of the basic questions related to the responsibilities uh, of the job. Uh, and the third stage was a case study. So I've been given like a couple of questions um, and had to prepare a presentation. Uh, that whole process was pretty quick. And I actually have heard back within 24 hours after my case study. Uh, they have called me. They just said like, okay, we want to secure you before some other company takes you. So they like, extended the offer. So that was the fastest I've ever heard from them. But my colleagues have been saying that it's not usually the case because the competition uh, for the cops or just in the roles in general at ClearCo is very high. Like uh, last semester when I applied, there were 300 people who applied for the same position. And I did not know that I was lucky enough to uh, secure the uh, internship with them. So that was a small story. That was a really interesting one. And congratulations on standing out in such a big crowd. Thank you. <laughs> Wish you all the very best for all your upcoming endeavors as well. Moving on to the next question, what are some of your day-to-day -day responsibilities and what is the work culture like? One of the great things about working in a scaling startup is that uh, you have the freedom to experiment with different things and carry out your own projects. So uh, although my formal title is like social media PR and communications intern or in short social media co-op, um, I do most of the project management as part of my role too. So more specifically, I'm fully carrying out the Campus Scouts program, developing logistics of the program, uh, promotions, outreach, and guiding the Campus Scouts. But other than that, uh, my day-to-day -day responsibilities include creating content, for social media platforms, work with uh, Founder Stories, which is more on the public relations side, support with social media management and report on key metrics. We also work with influencers and partnerships. And of course, we research content topics, pop culture trends, hashtags, and conversations in DTC, which stands for direct-to-consumer brands, uh, venture capital, and fintech. And there's so many more responsibilities. That's why I really love um, the fact that startups are super flexible and allowing you to innovate within your role. Thank you so much for that. Moving on to our next question. What were some of the technical and soft skills that were required in your role to be successful in the position at a fast paced and challenging environment? Some of the soft skills that you need is that you have to be comfortable um, with uh, working in a fast-paced environment, meaning that everything is going to be constantly changing and you have to be really adaptable. Uh, you have to be really 
hungry for learning more you have to be creative uh, in the social media uh, and you have to be really quick on jumping on trends so that those are some th- some of the soft skills some of the technical skills is that you have to of course have some graphic design background because the, you are still working with some uh, graphic design elements you have to know how the key metrics work so some of the data analytics side too like you can construct reports on social media metrics uh, and try to analyze uh, them of course content creation is some of them so like knowing how to um like appear on camera how to talk public speaking is like some of the uh technical skills that you would need in the position as well in terms of soft skills again you have to be really open-minded you have to be really outspoken as you are uh working with the public right like as a part of your role uh you're working with founders you're working with influencers so you have to have really good interpersonal skills and communication skills thank you so much the next question is a fun one. What did you love most about your internship at Pierco? And what gets you out of bed every morning? What I love the most about like my internship at Clicko is that uh, the you have the freedom to carry out your own project, which is like usually not the case with other companies. Uh, in other companies, you're just sticking to the most administrative work in your during your internship. But here, I'm given the full freedom to execute a whole project out of my idea, back, like actually seeing carrying out a pretty much a baby. So that was something that actually keeps me motivated, gets me up in the morning um, to work and getting excited about it. Amazing. I totally agree with how creative freedom can really push you to do your best. Um, Moving on to our next question. What has been the proudest moment for you at work so far? Uh, So my proudest moment is that uh, this pro- the Campus Scouts program uh, is because uh, it involves so much of the project management um, uh, skills that you need. You have to really think through all the logistics. I feel like this way I'm actually leaving some legacy in the company after my internship. Um, so it seeing uh, my project like f- being fully carried out and then running through years, um, hopefully, is something that I would be pr- proud of the most. That is really cool, I must say. Totally agree with that. Next question, again a fun one. We've seen some of your TikToks for IMI Business Association on Instagram and Clearco social media platforms. You're literally a TikTok queen, we must say. Your speech, your attire, light, lighting and transitions, everything, it's perfect. We would love to know how you do it all. Thank you so much for uh, such a good compliment. Uh, but I think in terms of like how I... Uh, just have my approach in creating content for TikToks or like reels uh, or social media in general is like, I think what really helped me is that I have some background in media production. Uh, I have been creating media since I was 13. Since I got my first camera, I was recording a whole bunch of videos. I got my software on laptop. I was editing a lot. So I think that has laid the foundation of um, understanding the basics of how to deliver the content in, uh, in the best way possible. So I, I know the importance of lighting, how to get a proper lighting, depending on the mood of your content, uh, importance of sound, clarity, editing, and etc. And another thing that I think has set me up for success with the TikTok trends and everything is that you have to look up to who is doing it uh, really well. So researching from trends, especially on TikTok right now, is so easy that you are just given all the trends that are like happening in the moment in your For You page. Uh, so it's a lot easier to stay on top of trends. Uh, but this way, I 
try to take the trends and incorporate them in the context that I want to the real to work into in order to sell. Thank you so much. Uh, we saw your TikToks for Clear Code's Ambassador Program. Do you want to tell us more about the Campus Scouts program, its benefits, and the application process for Winter 2022? Definitely. So the vision for this program is that it allows uh, us to have a representative on each of the campus across um, Canada, actually. The Campus Scouts are pretty much our liaisons between the company and the campus who are helping us to scout for uh, venture deals uh, with the student entrepreneurs, try to provide the resources um, that Clearco has. Uh, and of course, like helping us with promotions and outreach uh, too, and content creation part. So in terms of uh, the benefits that you get as a campus scout uh, is that you have a um, $50 gift card uh, every month coming in as uh, that's a fixed compensation. On top of that, you also get uh, a commission for sourcing a deal. So if you have um, student entrepreneurs reaching out to you saying that they need funding, they can reach out to you and then you can connect uh, them with clinical resources and you will get commission on top of whatever revenue they're making. So um, those are some of the benefits. On top of that, you also get an opportunity to participate in a gamified system for points uh, where uh, the, those who are going above and beyond are rewarded with additional rewards. It could be clinical swag, swag, like a champion hoodie or like a backpack, The um, whatever you would desire essentially so those are some of the benefits and on top of that of course you get an, the most importantly you get an opportunity to network with um the clearco uh staff or like a network with other prof working professionals we have an extensive list of our partners within with different companies in almost every field that is uh, really important to grow in your own business uh and of course this is your this is a perfect way to make your first step into the company so if you're starting out as a campus scout you have an, a chance uh, you have a better chance of getting a full-time job um, or like a co-op or internship afterwards so in terms of the application process um, uh, unless we change it in the winter 2022 semester because we are piloting uh, this program this fall semester so we're going to be reflecting on the feedback and changing things accordingly um, but if it doesn't change so the application process would be like you apply on our website uh, you sub submit a youtube video like stating again uh, why you want to be a campus cut and why you think you'd be a good fit for that. Uh, and afterwards, there was going to be a one-way interview where we give you the prompt, the questions, and you have to answer those questions. And these questions will be related to the responsibilities of a campus scout and how you're planning to execute them throughout your term. Uh, and afterwards, there's going to be an onboarding process and uh, we're going to be sending out offers. But uh, we are uh, hiring limited amount of campus scouts. Uh, we have uh, one to three campus scouts per campus. Um, right now, we have like one ambassador from a UT Scarborough campus who's going to be uh, in charge of creating a better brand presence on UT Scarborough campus. So uh, probably connect with uh, the ambassador uh, and try to learn more about the program or feel free to reach out to me, to me. Thank you so much for that. I'm sure that will be really useful for a lot of our audience who want to apply. Moving on to the last question um, about the internship. What were your key takeaways from this tenure? The importance of staying innovative and being flexible has been super important during my role. Uh, being creative, uh, not being afraid to uh, take the initiative and actually uh, ask your supervisor like of what, what you want to do uh, during the uh, my work term has been uh, a key takeaway. Uh, and 
not being afraid to step out of the comfort zone and just take this leadership initiative um, has been really key to me during my experience. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Samina, for sharing your experiences on working at Clearco. Just to wrap up this episode, I have a few last questions to just hang in. How do you hope to continue learning and growing as a student? What are some of your habits? I tend to love exploring new opportunities on the side. So of what I have, so say I have, I'm a student right now and I love to explore like something outside of campus within the company's different programs. There's so many opportunities available and not many students uh, take an advantage of those opportunities offered. So uh, that's what I usually tend to uh, do. I, I love trying new things. Um, I try to challenge myself in the areas that I have never had any experience in. Um, so in terms of habits is that uh, I always try to keep myself organized in everything. I know my limits. Uh, I know that there is certain capacity to what I can do uh, to, in order to keep a really healthy uh, like study slash work slash uh, personal life balance and making sure that I track all of them because I think over time when you have too many commitments you tend to forget about most of them so I usually tend to keep a list of like everything that I um, do or did and what I'm planning to do or hoping to do uh, this kind of like my personal motivator that I love um, keeping track of uh, and it keeps me going throughout my career and um, just exploring new opportunities. Definitely, I agree. That's a helpful tip for students on, you know, keeping a track of goals and also getting the motivation to reach towards them. And the last question here is, where do you see yourself in the next two to three years? I think time passes by so quickly. So two to three years is relatively short time period. But I see myself working full time, probably at ClearCo, uh, just because I really loved my experience with the company, or perhaps switching my career streams to data science and analytics, because I have been having a small passion of mine, like learning about Python. And uh, I love kind of comprehend the information that comes from data sets and making some uh, solutions or analysis based on that. So we'll see if I'm going to switch into that stream in two to three years. Thank you so much, Amina. And on behalf of the entire Women in Business Association team, I wish you all the best in your endeavors. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I hope this helps. Was anyone interested in pursuing career marketing communications? Uh, and thank you so much for having me. It has been a pleasure. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you find this episode and our podcast motivating and inspiring, feel free to share it with a friend or share it on your Instagram stories. This would be really helpful for us in getting more listeners. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on our social media platforms, which are linked in the show notes below to stay updated on our upcoming episodes. See you next week on another episode of Radio Her. Thank you.